0: We saw the batting lacked any type of impetus to try and score the runs to up the ante. And we talked about it in an earlier video, rotation of strike. It seemed like it was, again, lacking Then the first 25 to 30 overs until Roston Chase came onto the crease, partner up with KC Cardi. <laughs> Hey there, cricket lovers. Welcome back to another episode here on the Reverse Coop channel and my, oh my, West Indies have lost that first ODI against Australia. Australia winning, actually, that game quite comfortably. West Indies down and out. Going to have my buddy Mark joining me to do this post-match. We're going to bring you guys all the insights from that game. Mark, thank you for joining me, brother. Are you ready to do this post-match? Where Australia just obviously showed their prowess. Ended up winning that first game. Found some newfound stars as well along the way. Thank you, Nabi, for
1: having me back on the show again. The reverse scoop was a a good performance by Australia yesterday. Clinical performance. Australia West Indies just have to come up and show a, a Better show you next time. Batting was not up to par. The bowling was lackluster, but hats off to the brand new look Australia team. They played professionals as professionals and produce a match-winning performance for the Aussies to take one up in the series.
0: First thing I think we got to talk about is casey Cardi. He was a lone soldier with Roston and Chase, obviously from the Windies, putting some type of respectability. Ended up kind of falling away towards the end of that inning. We saw the batting lacked any type of impetus to try and score the runs to up the ante, and we talked about it in an earlier video. Rotation of strike it seemed like it was again lacking in the first 25 to 30 overs until Rostin Chase came onto the crease, partner up with KC Cardis when things picked up a little bit. We talked about this and obviously it happened again with the windy. What was the cause of that, man? The Aussies, the, the
1: bowling was top class, right and power. The Aussies, Portman bowlers bowl very well. Batlett. New bowler in the scene, international scene. Bowling some outswingers, good in-swing, good pace. I love his action. I love his approach. Seems to be a very good, intelligent bowler. Lance Johnson was a little bit more hostile, but didn't really make an impact. But Carty, that shot from Carty for six is like a hook from low to up shot. Early in the innings, I knew Carty was going to make some runs. And for all the West Indies this batsman, he looked apart. He was playing the ball under his eyes. He had good foot movement, good trigger. He looked apart. You could see yesterday, he he was in very good form. I was a bit disappointed. Some of the middle order batsmen, they want to really pick on anybody else, pick on anyone. We have to learn to rotate the strike a little bit, you know, open the face of the bat, run it down to third man, you know, play with soft hands instead of looking, getting behind the ball and pushing it nicely or cover or down to mid off. Just with soft hands, drop it and just run and run. We we need to improve on that. That's the only issue with West Indies batting is the rotation of the strike. Too much of duck balls, limited over. Matches, but apart from that, you gotta give Jack his jacket. Chase came and played beautifully and put up a good resistance with Carty. Only two batsmen to really show any kind of grit and determination and show some self worth. Different than that, the batting just fell away. You know, you gotta give Jack his, his jacket. Good field placement, good bowling changes by the skipper Steve Smith, and Australia went and just basically just lose two wickets and, and knock it off and take a one up lead in the series.
0: You know, from what I noticed, right, there seemed to be a lot of experimentations, and again, guys, you guys let us know what you. Guys- guys think in the comments. We saw experimentations, Alec athenes obviously he does open for his domestic side. You know, Justin Greaves was a bit of a head scratcher. I'm sure he also, you know, probably opens in domestic at certain points. But these guys are not specialists. You had a guy in Shea Hope who's averaging fifty odd kit coming in opening the innings. They won that England series. What required that change for them to drop him down to number four? He's already he's already a solid piece there at the top order. Why change it up? He's a
1: captain. So he has a he has a say in the decisions as, as well. I always feel- feel the best batsman, especially in this limited overs format, should really start at the top. Back in the day, you had Alara, Shibnara, and Chanderpaul. Paul. Those are two very good batsmen. She-Hope is in good form. Has, a, what, 16 centuries. You know, he's up his strike rate. I mean, he's a real deal. Why not just open and leave from the front? Put in an inexperienced Atenes. I know Atenes is open for Windward Islands, but I think he's more suited at number four or five for the new ball, loses his shine. We all know in the game, after 10 overs, the, the new ball does a lot in 10 overs. After 10 overs, yeah, he hardly ever swings, so with that little bit of inexperience at international level opening. Those bowlers, they might be new to Australia, Lance Morris and Xavier Bartlett, but they're very good bowlers. You know, they've been around the Australian domestic for four or five years already. They know how to bowl good line and lengths and variations, if you look at Big Bash from some of their performances. So it would always be a challenge with a new ball up front. Graves was, um, got beaten by, clean up by a beauty. We call a Jaffa, a good outswinger. swinger. The shot that this keeper played was, a, I think, was a bit irresponsible. It was really called for at the time. Because everybody knew he was a Trump cat. He was a man who could make a difference. So I was a bit disappointed by that. Otherwise than that, you have to give the Aussies credit.
0: I mean, Aussies played, obviously, they outperformed in all departments of the game. The questioning is obviously the approach, right? Because you're picking an opener, Justin Grieves as an opener, while you have other guys who are proper openers in your on your bench right so why didn't those guys get a chance ahead of someone like a Justin Greaves you know Justin Greaves was batting at number six in test cricket right number six number seven in those test matches and now you get him to open an ODI cricket so kind of a head-scratcher decision because they have specialist openers you know, a guy like Teddy Bishop could have could have been tested you know in this scenario if they were looking to test players they already know what they have with Justin Greaves and they were playing a Ramar your shepherd in the middle late order I don't think you can't play both of those guys together as we talked about in our first video he one of them should play and bring a proper bat to open with shea ho and too much chopping and changes is not really going to help anybody in my opinion
1: yes in a sense yeah but to be fair graves made runs at the top of the order for leeward islands and number three are open as well for leeward islands in the 2023 so did for windward islands so that's their really thinking but i would have gone with pigeon Artley because he, he opens in yeah. instead of work for Trinidad and to be at the top of the order Ray, an open batsman job is not an easy job you know open batsmen have to have a different kind of ma- mindset you know different type of player a makeshift opener yes he would perform from time to time you expect an accomplished opener to do the job maybe back 10 overs 15 overs take the shine off the ball you know give the team a start put pressure on number three, four, five instead of Graves but only time will tell there's only two more matches so let's, let's see what, what the, the management or the coach and and the skipper might
0: come up. Let's hope they're you know get back to winning ways in this next game. Obviously it's a do or die game, it's only a three ODI series. So they'll have to bring their best, make obviously a few adjustments. And one another head scratcher that kind of saw in that lineup, right? Was Noel Zari. Maybe he was being rested after a, a long test season. A guy like him who's the vice captain of the side who's a leader of that attack, I don't think should have missed out in that game.
1: Yes, I, I didn't know the reason behind that. Not sure if he was injured or Karen amigo Miguel and they really never really announced it to the press or, or make any official announcement but it was a bit puzzling. you want to start your first match of the series with all your best players you want to get the first win the the advantage now when second match they're going to be pressured the west indies so most likely they have to chop and change this team right this combination I was a bit disappointed with, with Thomas. I'm really happy he got a chance. Alzari Joseph would have been a better choice or Shane in the first if you went with Morty and Walsh as a spinner and a and chase. Matty Ford is just medium pace. He's not express. So it, it's a bit puzzling to me how they came up with that decision. I know Ford had a beautiful debut against England, but an Australia pitches, you need that little extra zip. The pitches are much more harder. You get more bumps and carry. So I would have thought that Alzari Joseph, the vice-captain. And to be the vice-captain and not be in the plane 11, it's a bit puzzling. Let's hope maybe it's a a nigger. He was nursing. you don't want to expose him.
0: Yeah, that's what we're hoping. is just a rest, you know, after test series. But no words came out. And you guys let us know in the comments if you guys have heard anything on Alzari Joseph, any news. I want to give a shout-out right now in this video. Went up to one of my friends, Donna, actually, who... Got me, uh, you know, memorabilia from Sir Viv Richard. I want you guys to take a guess in the comments. Let us know what you guys think, what kind of memorabilia it is. We'll show it off right at the end of the video to so stick um, to the end with us. And, you know, we'll obviously show it off. Keep your guesses going in the comments. Let us know what kind of memorabilia it is. But it is from Sir Viv Richards signed to me. So I'm very excited to show that off. I just want you guys to have this kind of a quick game again in this video. Mark West Indies, obviously losing. But one guy, Hayden Walsh Jr., I think was he was sent in probably number six or number seven, which was, I think, a, 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 talk, a talking point, right? Because I think he went to number seven. So they promoted him, usually bats, you know, 8, 9, 10 within that West Indian lineup, an all-rounder, considered an all-rounder. He went out there, ate up a lot of the breeze, got Casey Cardi right out. So it kind of changed the, re- the the reflection of that inning, the way it was setting up. West Indies could have ended up with 280, 290, and, you know, they ended up with 231. And the way I see it, I think that was an error. Do you see it that way as well, that Hayden Wall shouldn't have gone in that spot? I think maybe Romario Shepherd should have gone in, still ahead of him.
1: Yes, I think they missed the trick there with that uh, uh, promotion. Romario Shepherd should have came in 30 minutes, 40 minutes with Romario Shepherd with some lusty hitting at the crease could have propelled us to 300. I'm not being over generous, but you could have propelled us to 300. Walsh came in, and Walsh is just finding his way back into international cricket, you know, so I would have loved to see him just stay a little bit lower down the order, number 10, even number 9, got to get a few runs, he made 20, in, in the 20 he made, he really made the team, give the team a setback, Casey Carty was batting beautifully, you know, it's a mix-up, you know, I don't like to blame players when a player get run out, because I'm a cricketer myself, and I know what happened, it could be just a lack of communication a decisive decision that was a really setback for us when he got casey carty run out he only made 20 runs but he stuck around for a while you know marty ford is a a decent batter but nothing really to show yet at international cricket this is only his third matches in in international cricket we haven't really seen the best of morty yet but morty can back so i really thought that errant judgment of the management to send Walsh in front of Romario Shepherd, I always believe even Shef- if Shepherd came at number seven and made a dunk, I still they wouldn't really fault him. You know, he's such an impactful player. Only the only power hitter we had in 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 this lineup, different than the skipper. She-Hope, who could really hit a few sixes as well. So I think that was an error in judgment and a big setback for West Indies why we didn't really propel the score to 300 and give us a chance to bowl at the Aussies and make an impact.
0: Yeah, and also the, the selection itself seems a bit puzzling, Like, right? Because I'm seeing, obviously, Hayden Walsh is in there and Gudakesh Moti. In their first pre-match we discussed that, you know, we were going to go with Gudakesh Moti over Hayden Walsh and they, I don't think they need to play two spinners on an Australian surface, but it seems kind of like a four change where they're playing Hayden Hayden Walsh Jr. and they played Gudakesh Moti together, which I don't think they needed to do. They could have probably put in a, a proper batter, maybe a, a another power hitter instead of a Hidden Walsh, right? Because they have a Rostin Chase, they have a Justin Greaves, they have a Kevin Hodge where they can get overs out of. And then they have Matthew Ford, Romario Shepherd, O'Shane Thomas. Like how many options do you need in your lineup? It seems like it was just a force change and you could have a proper batter instead of him in that slot and it strengthens that West Indian team.
1: Well, both Walsh and Moti both turn the ball away from right handed batsmen. Ruston chase is off spin as well. Hodge, if Hodge got a ball, he's a left arm spinner again would turn the ball away. The left spinner to play play Walsh and Moti together was a bit puzzling to me. It could be a false change why Walsh probably yeah. plays our Joseph. So, you know, I don't want to speculate too much because I, I don't really know the reasoning behind it. But hopefully the second ODI, we, we, we get get it right. Good team and win them, win back another match against Australia. My only disappointment, Oshane Thomas, he, he has to be a little bit more consistent as a frontline bowler. You can't be bowling one here, one, one down the left side, one on the off side, just like running up and bowl without any thought process. You know, y- your frontline bowler should be your bowler who could just set the pace from the start pace is one thing it's good to have pace and good pace but you have to have variations this game one the game is all about variation trying to outtake the batsman hopefully we could get it right in the second match
0: you gotta use the variation as you said right I mean it, it's a tool and it's a, a, an asset but you can't become predictable and keep on coming and just trying to ball no-brainer quick deliveries right because it's not going to make any impact to the batter once he's used to it so keeping them on toes with variations and you know trying to ball six different deliveries to so they don't know what's coming to them Matthew Ford, you know, nine and a half and over and four overs, giving 37 runs. O'Shane Thomas, eight and over and five overs. So you definitely saw that the top opening bowlers lacked that consistency and they missed Elzari Joseph, right? And another reason, in our opinion, to get, you know, Shamar Joseph in this lineup too as quickly as possible, right? Because Shamar Joseph and Elzari Joseph is probably gonna be future, I think, of this West Indian team. And they're gonna be like Courtney Walsh and Curtly Ambrose type of a of a combo, right? That we can see. These two guys need to be always together in my opinion and as soon as he gets fit he should be playing across formats for the win
1: yes i was impressed with shepherd bowling yesterday four overs of 14 runs normally he's a bit expensive but yesterday he bowled a very good containment containing line and length and didn't really go for much four overs of 14 runs but the big disappointment was Hayden Walsh. 7.3 overs for 41 runs chase is always there thereabouts. Moti went for 5.5.80 but he, he did bowl some good spells in between but hopefully we can get it right get the ball into together we want to play specialists instead of all these bits and pieces all around there who really master none of the traits that's where australia have the advantage over us they have better all-around players they have specialists we're looking at the all-around to to play these all-arounders to get a little bit of batting and bowling off of them but they're neither good at batting or bowling so i wouldn't say neither good but specialists are even let's hope we get it right in the second match of this ODI series
0: now let's talk a little bit about australia mark you know obviously west indies needs to Get their brains together and figure out what lineup they can stitch together on a short turnaround to win this match, the second ODI. But Australia, we saw Xavier Bartlett, new kid, on debut, take take a four for 17 for four in his nine overs. And you know, well-supported by Sean Abbott, Cameron Green, Adam Zampa. So this bowling attack, even though, you know, fairly new look attack with two, three new bowlers, did super well. Keep tap on the Wendy's batting. So Some words for, for Xavier Bartlett. Had a pretty awesome debut.
1: Yeah, very impressive. Nice approach, nice outswing. You see, he's a thinking bowler. He bowls, wobbly, seam, cross seam. I was watching him. He displayed his full repertoire yes, yesterday. A, a beautiful in-swinger as well. He's a real deal. Basically, in the back burner, Australia, we're accustomed to see star Stark Hayes, Wood coming. And bowling. now you have this guy, you know, probably raring to go. Hopefully, we could see him making strides in Australia cricket. Lance Morris, I always like a slinger. I always like a bowler with good pace. You know, you need, in every attack, you need an enforcer, you need somebody good pace, you know, pace, yeah. you know, you can't follow it in the store. Pace, you're going to have the opposition on the back foot. From his first over yesterday, he bowls a few balls and it beat both batsmen, wrapped into their pad before yeah. they even complete the shot. So right there he, he bowled uh, good pace. Sean Abbott I know is an excellent bowler a smooth operator, has a good effort ball always bowling good errors. Cameron Green, I was happy to see Green get a few wickets, made some runs because Green is one of my favourite Australian players for the last couple of years I've been saying, I'm happy to see Green in the free. He's coming into his own from the second test. Now 77 in the first ODI and a couple wickets. So his confidence would be up. Zampa didn't really bowl too badly. He only got a wicket. All in all, you could see the Australian bowling attack was very good
0: yesterday. And even their batting, you know, they chased that 231 down without blinking. Had obviously Josh Inglis scoring 65, Cameron Green 77, a beautiful knock, and you know Steve Smith 79 not out. As we spoke about that, he'll be hungry to you know come on, especially as a leader, score runs, you know, and. uh, obviously we had given a you know player to watch out for and I think it was one of my players you know Steven Smith that I said that he would do well in this game just because whenever he's hungry for those leadership spots he comes on and he, he performs man under pressure and you said that as well that he's a guy who under pressure does super super well so Steve Smith uh, do we see him becoming the future ODI leader uh, of this team or obviously they stick with Pat Cummins.
1: They would stick with Pat Cummins because he's been successful over a period of time. He's a World Cup winner World Cup captain, World Cup trophy winner a championship winner as a captain. So Australia change in Cummins. But from time to time, Cummins will need some rest because of his vigorous workload being the captain of the test team, playing IPL, playing for Australia in the ODI format as well. So, you know, Steve Smith would always be there to assist him, take over the leadership when Cummins gets a rest.
0: Absolutely. I think they're just going to have him as a backup whenever Pat Cummins needs a rest, as you said. He comes in and he's not a bad backup to have, man. A guy like Steve Smith to step up and lead the team when Cummins can't do it, it's it's pretty special for the Aussie. You guys let us know in the comment what you guys think of the second ODI coming up, what potential changes should the West Indian cricket need for the second match. And you know, earlier in the video, we said, we were going to show you guys a memorabilia from Sir Viv Richards that I recently received from a friend of mine signed to me. So I'm going to pop that up right now in front of you guys. I don't know if you guys can see it on the camera. It's the new $2 Sir Viv bill signed to me. My friend, Ms. Donna, thank you for this wonderful gift. She was traveling to Caribbean. She's one of Sir Viv's relatives. So she was able to get me this. Um, so very generous of her. I wanted to kind of show this off to you guys and, and the cricketing family that you know we're, we're building here. So Thank you guys for watching. Mark, anything else before we sign off here, man?
1: No, just looking forward. a better performance from West Indies in the second ODI. And so
0: stay tuned guys for the next one from us. We've got some special videos coming, Mark and I. We've already recorded top 10 fast bowlers from West Indies of all time. So stay tuned for that video drop. On this particular video, check out our uh, pre-match for the first ODI if you haven't checked it out. I'll put it in the end screen and you guys will see it somewhere on the screen. Yeah, stay tuned for more content from Mark and I. And yeah, thank you for all the support, guys. Nabil Khan and Mark Audien from the Reverse Scoop signing off. Have a great weekend, everyone.
1: Thank you. All the best. Bye.